God bless everybody. This is Prophet Lovi Elia, and I'm so blessed to be here with you today. And we are doing part two. The last time I did was, is he the one? Now we're going to do, is she the one? And uh, a lot of a lot of the daughters and uh, they wrote a lot of great messages and. They really wanted me to chastise the men, but I don't know if there's anything to chastise anybody. I was just saying the truth. So they felt attacked a little bit. No, I'm joking. But a lot of people are blessed by this. Amen. A lot of people are touched by this. But today I want to talk about Is She the One? And uh, it's going to be very enlightening. It's going to be such a big blessing. I want you to share this a million times. Get your brother, your cousin, that male cousin. This is definitely good for both men and women, but it's especially focused to men, or, or especially like focused on men. But it's good for everybody. The same thing with the, is he the one? Was basically for women, but men also needed this. My son, the Archbishop Richard T. Jones, God bless you. So I want every single person, every single person to share this because this is going to be very enlightening and is going to be extremely powerful and I believe it's going to change somebody's life. And the goal is to make sure that you don't have uh, years of wasted time, years of wasted of opportunities whereby you could have been in another stage of your life and you find yourself stranded because of a simple thing that could have been corrected if you simply, simply had the opportunity to, rea to, to listen and to have the correct direction. Amen. Uh, YouTube, are you there? Let me see the guys on YouTube. YouTube, 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 YouTube. And then uh, Facebook. Oh, yeah, we were on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook. Facebook, I want you to share this like 10 times, each and every one. Let's share it like 10 times because this is going to be such a big blessing to you. And... Uh, my desire is that you grow, you prosper spiritually and physically, emotionally, and in everything that you do, you understand and you capture the prosperity of God. That is the desire. That is the desire. Amen. That is the only desire in our hearts. So I need you to share this. Mama Ghana power. <laughs> Cardi B is like laughing here. I don't know what she's doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, you are the one who should have been here. I don't know why she's here. But uh, God bless everybody. I want you to share this as many times as you can. And we are going to go deep. And uh, Amen. if you're ready, if you've shared, I just want you to type I've shared and then we'll be ready. Um, Periscope, let me see if Periscope is ready. Glory to God. Yeah, the face of hope. Dad, and I'm always thrilled to see you, Papa. I'm from Kigoma, Tanzania. Kigoma is blessed because of you. Thank you for that, that exhortation. I'm blessed by that. Hallelujah. Periscope. Periscope, keep sharing, let people know. And then uh, let's see uh, Instagram. There we go. There we go. Now, now do it. Bang. Okay, perfect. Okay, we are seeing people are coming on. So I want you to let somebody know because this is going to be very special and I'm, I'm going to try and go into it as fast 
as I possibly can. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, should I begin or should I wait a little bit? Uh, let me see Facebook if they're there. Or should I wait? Wait a little bit. Wait a little bit. Mm -hmm. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I think, to God. I think we are almost there. All right, so we're going to, let's go to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2, verse number 20. And I have a feeling we might spend a little bit time here. The, and I want you to understand that the men's yeah. situation is a little bit complex. <laughs> mm. There are certain things, you know, God cannot give you everything because you need another person to complete you. And the, and the man's situation is a little bit difficult. But with God, all things are possible. Amen. Amen. All things are possible. Amen. YouTube, are you there? Facebook, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Now, I want us to go to, YouTube, uh, to, to, to Genesis chapter 2. And we'll read from verse 20. Amen. Uh -huh. Genesis chapter 2, verse 20. Yes. And Adam gave names to all cattle. Yes. And to the fowl of the air. Uh -huh. And to every beast of the field. Mm -hmm. But for Adam, there was not found an helpmeet for him. Okay. Now, you have to understand this. The way you know who she is, the first principle is this. That every man needs to understand this. Some people are already asking questions before we even start. Are we supposed to pray for our spouse or look for her? If, just be patient. The, the basic topic is, is she the one? So just wait. You will know if it's a matter of prayer. Because you see, this is where a lot of people and, and a lot of Christians mess up because of this. A lot of Christians mess up because of this. You make some things about prayer which have nothing to do with prayer. Or if you use prayer, you use it in the wrong place. And if you use something in the wrong place, then it's not useful. Yeah. yeah. If I have a Ferrari, right? A very fast car. But I can only drive it in a neighborhood that I can only do 20 miles or 15 miles per hour. I mean, that's like, it's like, why do I need the Ferrari? Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if I have a Ferrari, I need the freeway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I need to be able to go. Yeah. So it's like, even though I have the nicest car in the world, but if I'm only going to drive it 20 miles an hour, there's no point. It's like, it's a speed car. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or, or taking my, 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 my nice, uh, what, what shoes do you have? Adidas. Uh, you have your Adidas, you go swimming with your Adidas. <laughs> it's like, they're not made for the... You know, and you're a sufferer, you know that. Right. So, you know, like, you don't take that. I mean, there, there's shoes for the water. Definitely not these guys, you know. So, when you use prayer in the wrong place, it's like you're using the wrong ingredient. You're using, uh, uh, um, what's the most outrageous spice you could put in a food that you're not supposed to? Let's say, uh, 
Yeah, Kayan, I like Cardi B. Now, you're, now you can be here, it's okay. Does she have a mic? Do they have a mic? Or do we only have two? Okay, no, actually she doesn't. No, this is for you guys. It's for you, man. So it's like putting cayenne paper in a cayenne paper cake, vanilla cayenne paper cake. It just sounds wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Jalapeno, uh, 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 jalapeno chocolate cake. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like, so it's like putting the wrong ingredient in the wrong place, then it doesn't work. Yeah. That is why God says, I will bless the work of your hands. Meaning before I start praying for God to bless me, I need to find something to do with my hands. Yes. So That's if good. I don't have something that my hands are doing, mm -hmm. God has nothing to bless because he wouldn't bless a work that doesn't exist. You put something, then he touches it, it becomes something. Moses took a staff that he was using to watch after sheep and God turned it into the instrument of deliverance. Mm. So if you don't have anything in your hand, God asked Moses clearly, what is in thy hand? What is in thy hand? What do you have in your hand? Yeah. I, are you catching what I'm saying? We're catching. Yes, we're catching. So using prayer in the wrong place is like putting cayenne pepper on your vanilla cake. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, verse 20 says, And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field, but for Adam there was no found a helpmate for him. Now, what was Adam measuring a helpmate against? How did he know that the lion was not suitable, mm. a dog was not suitable, mm -hmm. a monkey was not suitable, a giraffe was not suitable? It was based on his assignment. Mm. Even though God created Eve inside of him, waiting to be taken out so that she can be made the perfect helpmate. God did not tell him. When Adam could not find a helpmate, God said it's not good for man to be alone, and God makes animals first. Let me see if you comfort, be comfortable just having a pet dog, and that will be enough for where he's going. But Adam was like, nah, dog, lion, nah. None of them can be a helpmate for me. Yeah. They, they may be pets, but not be a, a helpmate. So notice, Adam is choosing a partner, not because he is lonely. Not because he's lonely. Yeah. You don't get married because you're lonely. You don't get in a relationship because you're lo lonely. That's the wrong purpose. Any kind of relationship, especially marriage, is a graduation. It's a graduation. You are upgrading in order to do your, your assignment better in life. You have a support system. You have somebody that's going to hold your hand. You are, and you have somebody that will go through with you, through every stage of it. Yeah. So it's a graduation. It's not because I'm alone. I don't like being alone. I need somebody to hold. I need somebody to cuddle me. No. Yeah. That's not the purpose of it. Adam was picking somebody, was selecting somebody based strictly on where he was going, the assignment he had been given. So the number one thing that you have to understand is this. Without an assignment, you are not even qualified to have a partner. 
as far as God is concerned. Wow. Shame. So before you say, is she the one, what do you have that needs help managing? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What do you have that needs to help to be more productive? What do you have that you know God has given you to do in life? Before you start saying, she's a 10, she's a 5, she's a 2, she's a 20, she's a 100. You're not even qualified to speak because you have not graduated. I, I wish somebody could catch that. Okay. You know, it's easy to say, oh, sh she's hot, she's not hot, she's this, she's that. If it doesn't have to do with where you're going. Yeah. You know, it's easy to criticize, criticize something that is not part of you. Shy. Wow. That's you deep. don't wake up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and say, you are too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You are one and a half. <laughs> you are half. Why? You don't do that because you think highly of yourself, but based on what? Wow. Because remember, these are, are, are measures. Mm -hmm. If I say I am good looking, it means there's somebody ugly. Mm. Yes, yes. If I, if I say I am beautiful, then I'm comparing to my friends, my sisters. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is for ladies. Uh, I'm comparing myself to my sisters, to my friends. Who am I comparing myself to for me to think that I'm really beautiful? It's a measurement. Yeah. So if somebody's standing there and say, ooh, yeah, look at her, ooh. That's why some of you ended up with the most beautiful women, but they gave you the worst, they gave you the most stress in your life that even your perspective of beauty changed. Mm. I will never forget this when I was an intern um, years ago when I was still producing music and I was starting out as an engineer. This is in 2005. And I was uh, an engineer and I was, a, I was a runner at Will Smith Studio. And I remember Sierra, the artist Sierra, was working there with the dream and all that and everybody, God always gave me favor with people. But her personal assistant was a very beautiful lady. But her character was so bad that she actually looked ugly. She was so beautiful. But her character made her so, so, so ugly. Nobody wanted to be, I remember everybody would be like, nah, nah, we don't even want to deal with her. Nah, nah if she asks you for something, ju just do it and get out of her. Because her <laughs> attitude was just so bad. Some of you, you picked a 10 in views and looks. But when it comes to building what you need to build to get to where God wants you to get to, it's a zero. It's 100% zero. It, bring, it gives you more minuses than pluses. Wow. <laughs> Somebody say you say who you are in Christ doesn't matter others think or who or who are they. Well, that's different. Your statement in Christ is I'm wonderful made you're comfortable with who you are, which is good. But if you're gonna say, Oh, I'm the most beautiful according to whose standard? You see when um when uh, uh Esther Esther was not just beautiful. 
Remember, they picked all the most beautiful maidens in the city, in the empire. And she was not only beautiful because everybody was beautiful. Her character set her apart. Mm. Mm. So the number one thing that you have to understand as a man that is serious about life and where you're going and you want the favor of God and we'll come to that part. The number one thing that you have to ask yourself is this. What is my assignment and who is suited to help my assignment? That's good. If you don't know your assignment, then you don't know your purpose. Who, how do you know who you're supposed to go with in life? Remember what I said the last time, that every single person that you have in your life has, a posi uh, has an effect on your future. Yeah. Whether it's positive or negative, it has an effect, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So before you can be looking at ladies say, ah, that one is a 10. Oh, she's curvy. Nah, not curvy. Oh, yeah, this and that. Use that skill to know what your assignment is. Mm. Use your ability to observe hey. and start saying, this one is mm. this, this one is that. Before you even do that, who are you? Where are you going? Come on. That's good. That's good. I wish somebody could hear me. We hear you. Before you even know, uh, if, before you even start saying, oh man, yeah, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. What do you have in your rest of your life that will keep me there? <laughs> it's a reality. You see, when you grow up, you realize you don't eat love. <laughs> you don't eat affection. You don't eat love, you don't eat affection. A man without a mission is a man without life. Wow. Because what makes a man thrive in life is a mission. If you look at yourself as a man, you are built to accomplish great things. That's why you're physically stronger, physically bigger. You are built to do stuff. Mm -hmm. You are built to go somewhere. But who are you going with that will help you to get to that place? If you want to go far, fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with somebody. Amen. Amen. So before you start looking at people saying, hey, that one looks like this. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't see who is beautiful. You should. But when does it actually apply to you? Mm -hmm. Come on. Okay. You see, it's like you're going to school and you want to give, uh, uh, you're in high school, but you want to determine who's going to graduate in, in college. You want to hand out their certificates and, ma and, and, and be the one that signs off if they passed or they did not pass. No, you're in high school. So you cannot enter into a level that you've never been in and you're trying to determine who is the, no, you haven't graduated yet. You don't deserve to speak about that. You're speaking out of place. A man without a mission is a man without life. A man without a mission is a man without life. What is your purpose? This is why men ought to pray even more than women in reality. Mm 
Because we are the ones being given help. So how can God send help if I don't know what I'm doing that actually I need a partner to help me to accomplish? That's good. So it's not really the duty of the woman as much as it is of the man to know where you're going. Yeah. It is more on the man. Because the moment you get married, the vision of the family becomes one. Now, okay, dad does this, mom does that, but mom's following dad's lead. Everybody's going to follow dad's lead. So where is dad taking us? You don't figure out where you're going when you get married. You figure it out before you get married. Wow. Is somebody catching what I'm saying? We're catching. We're catching. Uh, these guys are quiet. This, this are catching. This is good. <laughs> Before you get to that place, that's the number one principle. This is why men ought to pray a lot. That's why the Bible says you are the, the man is the priest of the house. Why are you a priest? You are the one who is praying more than any, everybody. You are the one who has to pray more than everybody. You see, the reality is this. God reveals things when you become interested about things. When you become a person who is interested about things, you start thinking like, okay, I need to do this with myself. I need to do that with myself. I need to do this with myself. That is the moment that God starts bringing those things to you and you start. But the moment before you make that decision of making sure where do I want to be, before you ask that question, before you are serious with that question, you'll always be in the same place. But doors open... The more the doors open, it will be based on your desire to knock the doors. Are you knocking that door? Are you knocking that door? Are you knocking that door for God to open and tell you, okay, this is why you are born, this is why you are here? Yeah. So you are not ready to qualify a helpmate. You are not qualified to get a helpmate until you know your assignment. Uh, my aunt always used to say, son, make sure you marry a wife, not a knife. <laughs> mm. So many of you <laughs> might end up with knives that are cutting you every day. You're like, hey, why is Because you picked the wrong way. You did not know where you're going. To know who is suitable to where you're going. An example is this. An example is this. Some women always say, I want a God-fearing man, a man who prays, a man that loves God. Okay, an example, you get married to me. How, my, how much time do I spend praying? Be honest. What time do I go to bed? Like 3, 4 in the morning. If, if, if that, 5 usually. So if you want to marry somebody like me, that comes to the, I may be in the bedroom, like many times I'll be, Maybe in a week, maybe twice, I may be in the bedroom earlier. But it's my lifestyle to make sure that I'm in prayer. When, every, when the world is sleeping, me, I'm praying for people, individuals. Till three, between 4 to 5 a.m. is when I close shop, now I'm going to sleep. 
Now, if you married me with the idea that we'll be holding hands and just running in the garden and things <laughs> like that, handing roses, then you wake up to the reality. This guy doesn't come to bed until 5 a.m. in the morning. No, this has to change, you see. Then I married wrong because the person that I married and I brought on doesn't know my assignment. Mm. I'm a prophet. Prophets pray. That's good. I will finish live stream 12. I'm already gone to the, uh, to the bedroom, to the bedroom, get ready, go downstairs. Uh, uh, what is it called? Zoom. Every night. Now, if you, if you are not, are you getting what I'm saying? Now, you imagine that I'm used to, but I go and marry somebody who is emotional, that wants nothing wrong with being emotional and being somebody sensitive. That's all perfect. But somebody wants, babe, hold hands. I can't sleep without you. You've got to be next to me. Then God will fire me. <laughs> God will stop speaking to me. Either God will remove that person. Yeah. Uh, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it becomes a problem. Some of you marry off looks, but then you don't realize that the compatibility is not there. And that to be compatible is not, I like chocolate, you like chocolate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> is it vanilla? Yeah, me too. Oh, oh my we both like, oh my God. Yeah, you know, I love to surf. Oh, I, I surf too. I love nature. You know what? We have so much in common. That's not being compatible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. This is good. This is so good. Is how do you fit in according to the assignment? Because remember, you are your assignment. Mm. It's like getting a musician like Ray Charles and telling him you will never play music again in your life. We are just going to stay home. You'll do nine to five. You killed the man. He's going to get depressed because the, the man uh, was a musician. He couldn't see, but music was everything to him. Or even take, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, what's the man's name? Uh, and uh, uh, Stevie Wonder. And you have Stevie Wonder not playing music anymore. We're just going to, even he will see that it's wrong. He <laughs> 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 didn't get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Glory be to God. Glory be to God. <laughs> so, so you pick people according to your assignment. Where are thou going? I'm not saying it to you. You can go check on them. Go, go check on the puppies. Are you getting what I'm saying? Where are thou going? If you don't know where you're going, please don't start looking for, I just feel like that one is the one. Do you know how many times I used to get this a lot? Men will come, Facebook, are you there? People come to me and say, Papa, I think God showed me my wife. I'll be like, eh, hey, praise God. A few weeks later, ah, you know, I'm just going to wait for God to give the person the revelation. <laughs> no, you don't even know where you're going.
you don't even know where you're going. You don't even understand where you're going. Yeah. Can somebody hear me? We hear you. You don't even know where you're going. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, we're catching. We're catching, Pablo. Facebook, keep sharing. Number two. Number two. Verse 23. Genesis chapter 2, verse 23. Amen. Mm-hmm. Genesis 2, 23. Uh-huh. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She mm. shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Uh-huh. Verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, uh-huh. and they shall be one flesh. Read verse 24 again. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother uh-huh. and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. One more time. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. You are not ready to be married if you are still in your father's and mother's house. Try. And I will explain to you what I mean. You are not qualified yet to be married or desire to have a partner for life if you are still in your mother and father's house. Let me explain to you. You can move out, have an apartment, have a house, but as long as your father and mother can control your house, you're still in their house. I'll say that again. You too, are you there? <laughs> if you still, if you still left your father and mother's house, but they still can come to your house and tell you, your wife is not a good woman. (laughs) And they can manipulate your house in a negative way. Not to build up your house. You're still in your father and mother's house. Some of you, you're already in your own place. But your mom and father still have a control over you. You're still a boy. You're still a boy. Boys are not allowed to be married. When she calls you baby, it will be literal. (laughs) 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 Moving out does not mean you've left your father and mother's house. It means you just changed location. You've just extended the house. Do you know how many relationships have been destroyed because of in-laws? When you hear stories about in-laws, 99.99% is always drama. The husband's family is always crazy on the wife, majority of the time. If you are still, if you are still 
if you are still controlled by your parents, I'm not saying don't honor your father and mother. I'm not saying don't heed their advice. But if they can manipulate you, if you can be manipulated whilst you have, ex you have left their house, then you just extended your bedroom to another location. Wow. Wow. Tiffany Lewis was, uh, said, I was engaged and his mom was a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's the truth. But it's not the mom, it's the boy. So it becomes such a big problem. I know, I know physically men with so much, but their father and mother can come from the village and turn the whole family upside down while they're around. They will order your wife like a servant, yet she should do those things because they are like her parents, like serve them care for them and all that, that should be there. But the reality is this, you just extended your bedroom because their kingdom is still continuing. You have not started your life. You see, when God was about to bless Abraham, he told him to leave his father and mother's house, out of his people, out of his tent. Adam, the first man, is prophesying, saying, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and go and be cleaved to his wife. The reality is this. When you marry somebody, you are bringing them into your family. So notice it's not saying that the woman will leave her father and mother. It's saying the man. Wow. Because usually the men are the ones that are controlled more than the women. Usually by nature, when a woman makes a decision, she goes with it. In fact, when they fight her concerning a man, she loves that man even more. I remember it, I have a sister. I'm not saying it is so for all the time, but majority of the cases, it is like that. Somebody said, what if it's possible, what if it's, what if it's people's culture to live with par parents? Uh, to be honest with you, you will never have a life of your own if you're with your parents. Nothing wrong. If you guys do that, that's fine. But you'll never have a life. You will never build anything that your parents... You will follow the system that has been given to you. You will not have your own vision. So, are you somebody that is still in your mother and father's house? That's a problem. And I'm not saying because you moved out. You have your apartment so you can bring a, a girl over. You feel like you made it. Nah. If you still are that person that things can go bad and you go to your mother and father's house, you're a suspect. You are still in the dating level. But you're not ready to have a life partner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just trying to help somebody. I haven't just, just been said, I'm moving out of my parents' house now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. 
We're in point number three, right? Are you still in your father and mother's house? Read verse 24 again. We'll go to point number four. Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother's and shall cleave unto his wife, read it, and they read shall it be again. one flesh. Read it again. Therefore shall a man Therefore leave. shall a boy? A man. Only men make decisions. If you are not making decisions that prove you to be a man, and when I say to be a man doesn't mean to be Hitler, a dictator. You have to do this because I'm the man. You're just a dictator. You're not a man. Just because you carry a, a machine gun somewhere doesn't mean that you're a man. You could still be a boy. Just because you can make somebody pregnant doesn't make you a man. You could still be 50 years old and you're still a boy. A boy that can make somebody pregnant. I don't know if somebody's catching me. We're catching. We're catching. Just because you carry some package. <laughs> and a whole generation of human beings doesn't mean that you're a man. You could just be a boy. Man. That's good. You know why you need to be a decision maker? You see? A woman is born with the eggs in her of the number of children she's going to have, period. The eggs are available for any child that this man is going to bear. From the time she's born, it's already available. It's not like sperm where it, you, you continue to create. It's not the same thing. That's why it gets to an age that it becomes woman, difficult for a woman to get pregnant. So if you're not somebody who's going to make decisions, then you're not ready to have a partner that is operating off a time frame. Mm. Wow. wow. You're still a boy. Because you need to make decisions. Just because you make, so you, you have 20 baby mamas, five baby mamas, one baby mama, one woman pregnant, doesn't mean you're a man. The Bible says, for this reason, a man. Meaning men have reasons. Mm -hmm. Wow. Men are people that have reasons. You see, for me personally, every decision that I make is calculated. Those who are around me know. Yeah. I don't speak carelessly either. Every word that I speak, every word that I speak, I pay attention to what's coming out of my mouth. I don't speak carelessly. I've seen men, maybe their father and mother are dead. Let me not even say men. Let me just say uh, a, 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 a physically grown man. <laughs> 
it may be even 40, 45, 46, 48 years old. 48-year-old man. Parents are no longer alive. Has a business but still lives like he's in college. He's still a boy. This girl comes in, another girl comes in, talking to that girl, talking to another woman dead. You're a boy. You don't have decisions yet. You don't have a spine yet. Wow, child. So you are the one going to join yourself with the woman. Why? Because you know where you're going. So it is not hard to give you direction, but you're the one who's going to give direction for the family. Women, always ask a man when he's really serious about you, all right, what are the plans for the future for you and me? If he gives you, well, I just see us loving each other forever, you know he's a boy. <laughs> if he doesn't have plans with you, more than just loving each other, you know, just holding each other for the rest of our lives, you know. That's somebody that is still a boy. A man is already calculating. Mm, I, I need to care for her. Even though she, has, she, she may have her business and do that, but I need to find a way to take care of my family. This is what I'm going to have in play for our future. This is what I'm doing right now. You know what? These are my plans for the future, and I want to care for you, and I pray that God will allow me to be able to do more. Like somebody who can be realistic with plans for the future. Love is not the future. Mm -hmm. Love is already a decision. But what is coming? Man, this is so good. For this reason shall a man leave his father and mother. He's not saying for this reason shall a man fast and pray. Shanda Baba, God, I received my wife. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Amen. Read it again. Read it again, 24. I'm going to give you a fifth point. Uh -huh, read it Genesis again. Genesis 2, mm -hmm. verse 24. Yes. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his oh, mother. Hold on, hold on. Before I say the next point that I wanted to say. You know, men mentally mature slower than girls. This is a scientific fact. A little, a, 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 a five-year-old girl, young girl, and a five-year-old young boy, the young girl is always way more advanced than the boy. Women mature quicker and faster. So women use that maturity to assess, is this still a boy or is it a man? You know, everybody can... Uh, 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 listen to what somebody says. He says, I thought we were not supposed to plan stuff because tomorrow is never promised. And we are supposed to surrender everything to God. Ah, that's the, I don't know what Bible you're reading. <laughs> the Bible saying tomorrow is not promised means do everything like today is your last day. And surrendering things to God is because everything at the end of it needs the drive and the leading of God. That's why I started by saying men ought to pray more. Why? See, sometimes it's good to pay attention and listen. Then that way you get more. So listen to this. 
a man doesn't mature as fast, but a man that is focused matures fast. Deep. A man that is focused matures fast is a man of plans. If you have no plans, what is your family going to eat? Because especially where I come from, the idea is just a woman is supposed to serve you. No, you are the biggest servant in your house. The, num the man is the number one servant. And because he has so much burden, then your spouse, your partner, eases the burden of what you are carrying. That's why she's your helper, but she's not your maid. I don't know if somebody's catching what I'm saying. We're catching. We're catching. This is good. Read it again. Genesis 2, verse mm. 24. Yes. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, mm. and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. If you're not ready to treat somebody like is you, yourself, you're not ready. Are you ready to accept somebody as your own flesh? Wow. You see, we are called the body of Christ because Jesus took us on as if it was in, it was, he died in our place. He made us one flesh, that him dying for us was equivalent to us dying, paying the price. Are you ready to make somebody your flesh? Wow. That means it's, there is no longer I. That means I is out of question. Is somebody catching what I'm saying? It We're is catching. no longer I. It's us. If you're not ready to have an us moment, don't even think about it. Move on. You're still a boy. Mm. See, it's only little boys that say, my pen, no, mine, uh, mine, uh, mama. <laughs> he took my pen, she took my pen. If you're not ready to be one flesh with somebody, whereby I is out of play, You're not ready. Hello. Hello. To be a man means to be sacrificial. To be a man, it means you have to be sacrificial. To be a man, it means you have to be sacrificial. You have to be somebody that is full of sacrifices for yourself. What do I mean for yourself? Because that person has become your flesh.
if a person is not ready to push for himself, meaning another person, not because they deserve it, but you know that you deserve it because that's you now, an extension of you. You're not ready. Wow. That's so good. See, me, I work so hard, not because I need somebody to tell me, wow, what a hard worker. I do it for my son because it's what I'm supposed to do. It's my flesh and blood. There's no way around it. I don't need somebody to come and tell me, wow, what a great dad you are. Whether it's said or not, it doesn't matter. I'm doing it for me. A woman sets the temperature of the house, but the man sets the direction of the house. Amen. To be a man is to be a man of sacrifice. Adam was not a lazy man. For him to name all the animals that were being brought to him, no matter how many days it took, for him to be able to, to subdue the earth, to look after the garden and everything that was going on on earth, it means he wasn't a lazy man. If you still sleep until 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, and then you get up, you call the homies, you're not ready. You're still a boy. Because men have responsibilities. They are not only responsible, they have responsibilities. They know they are heading somewhere, so they are always ready to take care of stuff. Now, right now, a lot of you can give excuses. There is quarantine. The problem is when quarantine is gone, when quarantine is gone, then you're going to start working or this is the time you plan for when quarantine is comes, when current quarantine is gone, what you're going to be doing. This is the time there is no pressure to go to work. You can focus on building something that tomorrow, when this passes, you'll be doing. Some of you are sleeping in, yet people like Warren Buffett, they are old, they still wake up at 5 a.m. Some of the wealthiest people, some of the wealthiest people in the world, their routine is by 5 a.m. they are up. They do everything. By the time it's 10 a.m., they've done so much for their day already because they are maximizing every hour, every second, every minute. But you, ah, 11 is when you're stretching. <laughs> you spread yourself like the north uh, and the south or the west to the east. You are spread out. <laughs> That's when you're dreaming and you're like, man, I'm just sleeping in, man. What did you do to deserve the sleep? <laughs> There's a quote I love from uh, Bruce Lee because, you know, Bruce Lee, contrary to a lot of people, what they think, you know, people have different, uh, I'm an, I love martial arts. Contrary to what people think, they think that Bruce Lee died because he was killed. No, Bruce Lee died for overworking out. He overly worked out that the doctor told him, listen, man, your organs are actually shutting down because you need to give your body a break. And one of his core uh, uh, mottos was sleep is comfort only offered to the, de to the dead. Sleep is what is only offered to the dead. 
So as a man who works, I'm not telling you go and work out and die. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. You know, in my home, I'm the last person to go to bed and I'm the first person up. Yep. When everybody's moving around, I'm already awake. A lazy man, the Bible says, he who does not work shall not eat. Laziness. 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 is a sign that you're not ready. So... Uh, E-R-E says, no one thinks he was killed. Ah, uh, then you're, you're not really in the martial arts community. <laughs> Bruce Lee was poisoned. Oh, they shut him down. Oh, his children. There are documentaries about it. If they make a documentary about something, then you know that's what people are thinking. But that's another story. Are you listening to what I'm saying? We're listening. So a lazy person is somebody that doesn't know where they're going. They are not ready. Mm -hmm. Laziness means you are still a boy. Because when you are little boys, when you used to sleep in, when you are a baby, babies sleep most of the day. <laughs> You are spending more than half of your day are gone. By the time you eat, you calculate, you know, you calculate the time. You calculate the time that you eat, the time that you go to the bathroom in your day. That's about, let's say, three hours, give or take. You woke up at 12. Let's say 11. By the time you showered and dressed, that's already 12. If you put in mind you're eating the twice you will do before you go to sleep, probably, that's already three hours gone. Okay? By the time you start doing things, the day is already gone. There's no calls to make. There's no research to be done whereby you can interact with people because the laws of business still remain the same. You can email people, you can do that, but nothing is better than interacting with man to man. Nothing is greater than that. Most of the business deals that get done is because of relationships. So if you're a lazy person, if you're a lazy person, you have already disqualified yourself. Mm -hmm. Let me show you this in this scripture. This, this will help somebody. Uh, notice we haven't even gone to the love stuff yet. We are still in the stage of, uh, is she the one? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want you to go to this. Uh, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 
Proverbs 13, 22. Yes. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's S children. Stop right there. Read it again. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. So if you are not even have an inheritance for yourself, you're not even a good man. Wow. <laughs> so if you're a lazy person, you have nothing to offer yourself. How will you offer something for your spouse? How will you leave something for your children's children? Because many of the people who left wealth for their children's children, they are not even the ones that, they, they didn't even really enjoy it. They built it up so much because their goal was the standard of those who come after me, their standard of life will be way better than anything that I ever experienced. So they build up something that their children's children will enjoy. Now the children, of the, the, the children of that man will have a great life that their children's children will enjoy. Amen. That's good. So somebody who is not thinking wealth, inheritance for his children, what will I leave my children when I leave this world? That's, you see, those are questions. When you start becoming a man, you ask yourself, what can I leave this earth when I live here? What can I leave people when I live here? Especially myself. You see, Abraham had worked so hard in his life that when God told him, I'll make you a father of many nations, he said, Lord, you say well, but I only have Eliezer in my house. My servant is going to in inherit my wealth. Notice he had built up something that he was looking for to give it to somebody. Giant. What are you building to live for somebody? Do you want to continue the pattern that your parents left for you? Or do you want to do something greater or take what they left for you if it was good and push it even further? It's crazy because you find women more worried about that than men who are responsible for the destinies of their children. The path, at least, the road that will take them to that place. To be a man is to be selfless. Not just to be, uh, 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 to be sacrificial, but to be selfless. Ephesians says something interesting. It says, Husbands, love your wife like Jesus loved the church that he was willing to die for her. That's being selfless. Okay, you know what? I'll bite the bullet for you. Apart from building wealth, are you somebody that is selfless? Are you somebody that is going to be able to cover her in her mistakes? That the whole world will not know that she's a, she, she messed up. Are you going to be able to protect her? Because some of you are still at that stage when somebody, when they, if, if, if your, your wife or your girlfriend wrongs you, the whole world will know that she wronged you. Then when you make up, the people around you cannot even look at her as a valuable person. They look at her like nothing. They look at her like nothing. 
But then when they point out like they treat her less, then you want to get upset. No, you show them how to treat her. It's you. Come on. That's good. It's actually you. Uh, okay, somebody asked a question here on YouTube. Sikal something. Let me wear my glasses. Sikal something. Prophet, please advise a woman who is married to a man of God who says, I am not supposed to work. He spends time in prayer room and prayer group for the church. The woman is the one feeding the fam for, fending for the family. He's a foolish man because you don't just wake up and say, I am not supposed to work. There's no such thing. The Bible says a man shall eat from the sweat of his brows. I pray a whole lot, but my duty is to provide for my family is still number one on my list. That is somebody that needs spiritual mentoring. That is somebody that has no, no spiritual person really to counsel them and advise them. Mm -hmm. Because that is something that she should agree with his wife speak with the wife and be like, okay, you know, I feel like God is calling me to go really full-time on ministry and how can we do this to transition? It's not an ultimatum. It's not an ultimatum. I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to serve God. No. Your first service is to your family. That's the first ministry that God has given a man. Your first ministry is your family. The Bible literally says a man who cannot govern his house should not be able to lead a church. It's in your Bible. Because if you cannot do it in your house, how are you going to do it outside? That is somebody that needs spiritual mentoring. Because it's foolishness. Listen, I got called by God since I was six years old. But I understand one thing clearly. If I don't have funds, I can't take care of things that I need to take care of for the glory of God. If you look at all the patriarchs of faith, they all had a trade. You don't make a living from the work of God. The Bible says the worker is worth his wages. There's nothing wrong with you having a salary from church. But if the church cannot help you to get to that place, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. And listen to me clearly. You're supposed to fend for your family. I don't take a single cent from the church. I don't take a salary from church. Not because it's a sin, not because it's a crime. I chose not to. Because that's not where my dependence is. So that's somebody that needs mentoring. Are you able to cover her? 
Are you somebody that is going to be able to stand in front and protect her? <laughs> Linda Bema Elias says, to all men listening to Papa today, if your lives don't change from this lesson, then sadly you shall remain boys forever. <laughs> this is priceless. I'm taking notes for my son who is 25, 26 and doing a, his PhD. That's deep. That's deep. Sarah Asmara said, Prophet of God, I don't have a husband. I want you to direct me, direct, uh, direct me to the right person, please. Watch, yes, watch is, is he the one? And then after that we can talk. Glory be to Jesus. Glory, Glory be, be to Jesus. Jesus. A man is a composed man. You see, when Eve had messed up, I always tell people this, that Eve, it messing up. You know, the scene in the garden was not with Adam. Timothy explains it. Adam was not the transgressor because he was not deceived. Adam ate the fruit to protect Eve because he knew if Eve was the only one that ate it, she would be driven out of the garden and she would be destroyed. But Adam was the one with the work. So if I also eat this, then the God cannot get rid of Eve. He will have to get rid of both of us. Then I can save and keep my wife. That's the reason why Adam ate the fruit. He did not eat the fruit because the snake told him you'll be like God. He ate the fruit because he knew that his wife had messed up. Adam was not enticed that he was good for food. Timothy says that. He says, the man was not the transgressor because he did not get deceived, but it was the woman. Sin did not start with Adam. It started with Eve, but Adam took ownership of it. That today you and me say Adam sinned, yet Adam was an innocent man that took the fall for his wife because she was his flesh. That is why the Lord Jesus is called the second Adam. Why would he be given a name of a failure? There is no name that the Lord Jesus carries that pertains or connects to failure. I don't know if somebody's getting this. In fact, laziness is a sin. Raiko Binderama, I believe. Yeah, sin is, laziness is a sin to God. Like, you're like a criminal to God. Laziness, even in heaven, people think people are just floating with clou on clouds with herbs. <laughs> There's no such thing. Activities always. I'm going to try to go a little faster with this because of time. I'm going to go a little faster with this because of time. I'm going to try and go a little fast. I'm going to try and go a little fast with this. <laughs> Should a man have more than one wife? Jesus Christ. Who is asking that? Is that a man or a woman? <laughs> If you can fulfill this, 
You see, yesterday ERE was like prophesy me have vivid dreams. Today, I don't know what's going on with this person. He said, is, uh, is it, uh, should a man have more than one wife? Yeah, Solomon had many wives. And what did Solomon say with the many wives that he had? said this is vanity of vanities it's pointless do you understand that Israel was divided because of Solomon and the many wives that he brought because of the many idols that he brought in we are talking about one woman first <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? We're catching. Love is a decision. Love is a decision. It's easy for women to love, but it's not easy for women to be submissive. It's easy for women to love, but it's not easy for women to be submissive. Because there is a curse that God released. And then I will tell you why God is telling men to love. Let me show you something that will shock you. Genesis chapter 3 verse 16. Genesis 3:16. Yes. Unto the woman he said I will greatly multiply thy sorrow mm -hmm. and thy conception. Yes. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. Yes. And thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Your desire will be to control your husband, but he will rule over you. So every woman that is trying to be controlling, it's a curse. <laughs> but right. it's also a test for a man to be a man, to be able to love regardless. Stubborn, put them in their place, help them to grow, but still love them. Love is not because she's so beautiful. That's affection. Love is because you have made up your mind no matter what. This is the most difficult thing for men. Because many times men can be very conditional. And I think I'm going to stop here today. And we'll continue tomorrow, where Amen. we can do like a deep Q&A. But love is a very difficult thing. Because love is a decision. Through it all, will you still love? Or will your love change based on what you're given? That's a tough one. That's a very tough one.
And when I come, I will add on other things that I think that is necessary for both parties and we'll do a deep Q&A. And I promise that I will do this. I love you all. May God bless you and I will see you again tomorrow. Shalom, shalom.